podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good evening, welcome to the Transfer Agenda show with the LFC Day Trippers. It's me, Keith Plunkett. I was going to say I'm going to be the host tonight, but I think it'll be a fluid situation, Grizz. I think we don't have a leader here. It's more of a, a team, team effort. Absolutely. There's only one Hitler amongst our ranks, and he's not here today. Um, <laughs> um, the rest of us are all one of the same, same of the one. So call it what you want. Absolutely. Just like transfers are fluid. This show yes. is going to be a fluid. And uh, Oid Mubarak agrees to uh, all, I don't know if I said that right, to all yeah. uh, Muslim people around the world celebrating. Uh, Absolutely. Another one. Thank you. Another one. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, yeah, Eid Mubarak to everyone celebrating. Because I know we have a lot, of, um, a lot of listeners that will be uh, celebrating. So, exactly, you know. exactly. I'm actually, I'm actually... Um, Let's not get into the technicalities of it, but there's sort of it's spread over two days, so I'm gonna I'm celebrating tomorrow and today. So yeah. Eid Mubarak to everyone who's celebrating all around the world from the LFC day trippers, you know. And so Indeed. you know that's the other way exactly. Indeed, no, it is. It's great because you know, as we said, we've got a lot of um, Muslim listeners, and you know, it's it's a big deal on the on the calendar. So you know, hope everyone enjoys it and and does what needs to be done. Absolutely, well, eating. Eating loads, loads. I've seen the food pics. I've seen the food pics already from Grizz. Oh, I think Grizz has been ce- celebrating Eid um, since last week by the food pics that he sent. So um, <laughs> he's been yeah. doing. He's like Rocky, isn't he? It's, a, it's, it's a normal night for him, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The myth. The myth is I celebrate Eid every every day. So that's where the, the myth goes. You know. So it's not a problem for me. It's not a different day for me. Well, this is it. This is it. But everyone's look, sorry, everyone's sorry, sorry, Keith. No, sorry, Keith. Ahead, everyone's ahead, giving please. me stick in the uh, in the in the cricket about the Pakistan cricket team. Look, when when Pakistan win, I support Pakistan. When England win, I support England. So it's a win-win situation for me. You know, I mean, tell the Irish, say, you know, call, call the Irish out or call India out in, in Avi's case. But for me, when England and Pakistan are playing, it's a win-win. Whoever wins. There, a nice bit of fence sitting there, Grizz. We like that. Uh, you know I mean? Start, it's the start as you mean to go on one, I'd say. And it's not just me and Grizz here, it's also the main man all the way from the west coast of the US of A. Avi, how are you? Yeah, good, good. I'm looking forward to it today. Um, listen, season starts pretty much for me. Yeah. Pre season is the season starting, so now it's uh good to be back. And yeah, it was great to see the lads on LFC TV today earlier on. Yeah, and that's I know. Look, it's a transfer agenda show, lads. But I want to talk about the the games and the sort of preparation into the matches today. Uh, it's 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 a weird situation, you know. We're playing two what thirty minute games. Uh, some mixed teams. Uh, we played Wacker Innsbruck and Stuttgart in two matches today. Um, Grizz, what did you make? We'll deal with the first one first. Wacker Innsbruck. What did you make? The team line up any uh, surprises? or? I think the idea was, and it was clear, uh, to try to sort of quality-wise like match up 
with the two teams. So Stuttgart were a far better team than um, Wacker Innsbruck. I've said that right, haven't I? Yeah. You guys thought I'm going to fuck that up. But shame on you. <laughs> um, where Avi was waiting for me to fuck that one up and pounce on me, but um, but Wacker Innsbruck were were the lesser of the of the of the two teams we were playing, and therefore the team that we selected in that first 30 minute training drill was uh, was significantly weaker. I suppose it had to be. A lot of our big boys are away. I know Diogo Jota is joining tomorrow, and um, and then a couple of them join next week. Robo Mahimosi still off, is he? Yeah, Robo's off. Robo's got an extended. Yeah, Robo's got an extended uh, week off. But yeah, so the the lineup in the first game was kind of um, weak. Um, I was who was I excited to see? I'm not going to sit here and say I was excited to see any of them. To be honest with you, uh, in that first lineup, Trent was captaining it. Um, so yeah, wanted to see if he's like recovered from it. Well, he's obviously recovered from his injury because he was playing. But see what kind of form he was in, or kind of what kind of rhythm if he had any rhythm. Um, he didn't have much rhythm, but no. it's difficult. But it's difficult in a 30-minute drill. I'll tell you yeah. what, I'll tell you what, actually. I tell you what, I was impressed with uh, the young left back who's recently signed a professional contract with us, Owen Beck. Um yeah. what's he Ian Rush's nephew or something? He's Ian Rush's nephew, and he's actually uh is managed by my good friend who's his agent. Um so shout out to Saab who's the agent of Owen Beck. And I thought, and I'm not saying that because of the connections and ties, but he was actually quite decent. Divock scored his important pivotal, you know, uh, goal that he, he usually scores. And I hope that clubs around the world are watching. That departure this goal. We can call it the departure goal, isn't it? <laughs> Divock's departure goal. There you I, go. I'd, I'd like to think it's a departure goal, but the fucker won't leave. So, you know, I hope everyone was watching his great performance, tucking that penalty away, and we get a bit of, like, anything, anything. I'm getting asked about the short yeah, we have on it was Newcastle. Uh, I thought it was Newcastle. Someone else mentioned that was Chelsea. It's not. It's actually the team that I, uh, I manage and coach myself, Garbrain and Paddy Lawson of the day trippers. We look after an under-15 team, um, and it's a club called Stella Maris. It's a big Dublin schoolboy club. Um, John Joyles, um, Keith Andrews, a lot of Irish internationals came through it. And we've started with them only a few weeks ago, but I was at training there tonight and only got in the door, so I didn't have time to change. So, yeah, I'm not wearing a Chelsea top. I'm not wearing uh, any sexy South American gear. It's just a local uh, club that I manage. There, Shane Downs is saying he played there when he was 15. Great Shane's. It's you know, there'll be a lot, a lot of Dublin skill boys would have gone through a lot of the clubs in around the city, some big teams there. So, yeah, it's it's what we're doing. Uh, we're looking after helping the lads because you know, we can come on and talk gocklet about football all the time and talk shy, but it's nice to get out there and actually do it in real life and let kids think that you know what you're talking about. So what a player Johnny Giles was as well. You mentioned yeah, Johnny Giles. Johnny Giles is the president, the honorary president of the club, you know, it's um yeah, it's a big, big, big Dublin club. Um Patsy O'Brien's thrown in Stella Maris, Joey Run. There's a there's a list of them, yeah, that that went through there. A lot of players that went through Stella and went on to um play for Ireland and play in England. So yeah, a nice little club. But like I said, it's only on because I'm only in the door, so I didn't have time to change. Exactly. Anyway, Quick, so enough, some people are saying that Grizz, you missed out on Cage Gordon. I call him Cage Gordon. Yeah, Have some respect on someone's name for once. Yeah, no, but I know, I know. But because I've started calling him Cage Gordon, I'm going to carry on for yeah, a like it. until yeah, it really yeah. pisses people off. But uh, yeah, but absolutely, I missed out on Cage Gordon. Um, 
He looked very good. How old is he, Keith? Uh, he's he's, he's, he's uh, no, yeah. 16, 16. My bad. Yeah, and, and a lot of praise from Rooney wasn't there about this kid. And yeah, and you and, and you can see why I, I thought he handled himself really well. Got a few rough challenges, got up, carried on. Yeah, I think I definitely want to look out for it. Was a, it was a shame that the likes of Musilowski, um, there was another youngster as Balagiz. well who wasn't. Bellingham is injured. Bellingham injured. Yeah. So uh, it was a shame that they they didn't get a run out. It would have been nice to see them, but. But it's nice for the young lads to get that chance, isn't it? I'll, I'll quickly run through the team um, for people that, that aren't aware of it. So the great Loris Cardia started in goal. It's nice to see Loris back, isn't it? Oh. Just me. Okay, yeah. move on. Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> um, Trent well, have, you like have he supports all of them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Don't carry on me. You were saying, oh, great I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, look, I'm not going to insult a player like you did with Origi. As long as they're at the club, you respect them and you support them. But once they're that's gone, it. that's it. Goodbye forever. That's people might be wondering why we're going to talk about the matches today, but it is a sort of leads into a lot of the transfer stuff that's going on. Um, so Trent, Joel, the, the enigma that has Ben Davis played and Owen Beck uh, were the back four. Tyler Martin, Leighton Clarkson and Jay Kane, a very young midfield starting in that game. And then Katie Gordon, Tacky and Divock up front. It's an interesting team, but it's a very pre-season team, isn't it? Like it's... The, there's no um, I don't know about you boys but I wasn't expecting too much out and it was just good to see them out having a run out and having a having a game Avi? Yep it was a good run out it was uh, f- see the first game especially these 30 minute run outs today was just a game to relax the muscles to get back into sort of some kind of practice um, not f- much for rhythm um, but it was good look I've been big on Nathan Clarks and it was great that he got a little run out I thought he was good i thought he was tenacious in some parts thought his passing was good there were some bits that i didn't like of his game um now i'm being overcritical because it was just a practice sort of run out but yeah um nothing that we saw from an individual great to see ben davis um finally appear from the shadows you know he does exist and yeah i thought i thought it was one of those games that it was just a good run out for the lads Cade gordon yeah it's great for the youngsters you know to come on and get some game time and yeah, Taki, Taki uh, still exists, and hopefully uh, Taki stays with us as well. Taki looks as if he's um built up a bit of muscle as well. I thought he looks as if he's bulked up a little bit. Yeah, a I lot was, of people. Are, sorry, yeah, go ahead, Chris. Now go ahead. I was going to say, I was going to say, um, it's good we 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 take on board a lot of the people in the chat what they're mentioning, and and a lot of people have mentioned Taki and 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 and, and the likes of Ben Davis, and it's true. You know, it was good to see Ben Davis. I didn't think he'd done much wrong. There was one interception where he done really well. But it's good to know that he actually exists. And Taki, I think we're split here as well. I think, I don't know how three of us can be split. There's got to be a majority somewhere. But I think, uh, I, I think uh, I want him sold. I don't think he has a future here. Um, because... Because of a number of reasons, and I think uh, one of them being, I just don't think he's he's got the required quality to step in in one of the three currently when they when they when they rested, and I just don't think he's got the physical attributes to play in the midfield. And if we're going to persist with this four three three, then he's still one of our sellable assets if we're looking to sell, you know, some of our players. I I, I know. Go on, I'll let you guys. Who would you mind. let go? F- okay, who would you let go first of Origi or uh, Minamino? Oh, absolutely, Origi, absolutely, Origi. But but you know, I've made that clear. I think from my initial 
outburst on Origi. But Taki, go on, guys. Um, One thing I'd say about Taki, it's easy to be deceived, but looking at a lot of the inside training videos, I do think he looks stronger, and I know they're not tackling and they're not going full pelt in these things, you know, but I I don't know what it is. He looked good. Maybe he's just familiar. He's in Salzburg or whatever, and familiarity brings out a bit of latent confidence in him or whatever, but it's a strange one because I don't know, you know, we bought Taki for what seven and a half. Seven yeah. yeah. Um how much do you think we'd we'd get for him? Like is it I think eleven, twelve million we'll get for him. I'd be very lucky. I'd be very l- happy, surprised if you got that ten million and I'd snap your hands off. Ten see I don't is it I'd keep him in the squad yeah, to be if, honest at ten million. Like I don't I think it's I think he's he was unlucky and a lot of people don't rate him, right? <laughs> He was unlucky, and even when they, they got rid of him to Southampton, Klopp came out and put his hands up. And I know a good manager will do that, will sort of fall on his sword and, and take the blame unnecessarily. But he always felt like Tacky was the sort of wrong place, wrong time signing. The COVID happened, and, you know, there was no integration. And, you know, it was, it was a tough one. I wouldn't sell him for 10 million. I wouldn't sell him for less than 15. To be honest, I think if you're not getting 15 million from him, I keep them in the squad. But by Leverkusen, they were very, very highly interested in him in January and they did table a bid. But we said no. We said no and then sent him on off on loan to Southampton. So uh, there is space for him at the club. I think there's... I How think much was that bid or claim to bid? Because there's no way by Leverkusen got any money. They've got they no say- money. 14 million like Leverkusen. Absolutely no chance. Absolutely no chance. Absolutely no chance. Well, that, that, was, that was the talk. And, uh, yeah, there's no chance. We would, there's absolutely zero chance that we would have said 14 million. Uh, no, Not 14, 14. One four, Gris. Yeah, exactly. There's no way Leverkusen would have offered 14 million first because you need to have a look at their finances. They're absolutely all over the place. They're, they're broke. And, they, and we would never have said 14 especially if we were going to send... Because me and Keith, remember, had a, and Gav, I think it was, we had a massive debate when, when Southampton came in for him. Do you remember, Keith, yeah. we'd done a show and, and we said, if Klopp is getting rid of you in the middle of a pandemic, right, when he needs every single player of his squad, that's not a good sign. Um, and I don't think, you know, there's no way we would have refused 14 million. Right now, 14 million is an absolute dream for, for Taki Minamino. There's not much of a difference if we get Tom down to did it come down to our old friend, the homegrown quotable? You know, we brought in Quebec and it's conveniently we had to get rid of someone from the squad and that happened to be tacky. I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah. I, 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 I see the, the glass half full with a lot of these players until they leave. Um, and then, you know, if they're not good enough, they're not good enough. So I don't know. For some reason, I have a feeling tacky could be part of the squad this year. You know, instead of why buy a player when we have tacky? <laughs> Yeah, throw a little grenade in yeah, there and see how that goes. Yeah, um, go on, see no, how that goes. Look, yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the team was there today. And just so people know, we're going to go on to sort of transfer stuff in a minute. We're just going to talk about the games because it was good to have the lads back. But the real start of the show today, lads, in game one was that sensational Ronnie Valdo playing up front for Vacker Innsbruck. Uh, what, what a name, the Ronnie Valdo. Yeah. Ronnie Valdo, wasn't it? Yeah, Ronnie Valdo, like a Ronaldinho, Rivaldo clone. It's like um, Pro Evo, isn't it? It's like a Pro Evo name, that one. Uh, one of those fake Ronnie ones. Valdo. You can't get a license for the players. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. 
but it was, <laughs> but, it was, but, it, but it was good because um I think at the same time, I think Avi, you was playing a, a World Eleven game, watching a World game, Eleven game or something. Oh, yeah, the, wasn't the you? El Clasico, yeah, Madrid versus Barcelona. What a game! What and a game! So we, and, and like you know, this chap, if he could have got a you know a combination of two players as his name, he couldn't have chosen better than Ronnie yeah. and do you know I mean? Ronaldo and Rivaldo. I'm mean, like, what a what a yeah. geezer! What a yeah. geezer! Fair play to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great name. No, he's got, got not a bad goal scoring record either. He's called sixty. There we go. Are you really? Are you really going to tell us sixty two and seventy eight in one of his last in one of his the club that he's before he played for Innsbruck uh, uh, Wacker, whatever you call him. He's called sixty two and seventy eight. Wacker Innsbruck. He's called sixty two and seventy eight. So he's prolific. He's just a bit old, unfortunately. But he's, he's not. He's not. He wasn't yeah. a bad player. One, one to watch. One to watch. No, he's thirty two. He's thirty two. Yeah, he's well, got. You never know. Past his day. Your mate at Lille that's forty six and is banging them in now. Oh, Burak Ilmas. Burak Ilmas, the legend. Burak can do it. But he's can do it at 46 and Ronaldo can do it at 36 or whatever and Messi is doing it at 44. Ronnie Valdo. Watch this space, yeah, kids. Watch space, this space. Yeah. Ronnie Valdo. He's going to do a scouting report on him next week or something. It was like the lad I told you about the other day. The, the striker, I remember they went off injured against um, in the Gold Cup. Who was playing? Oh, what was his name? Jamaica against... <laughs> uh, yeah. Eric Chady? Eric Chady? Yeah, Arachidio, it's one to watch. Went oh, there was one you mentioned. David, was Martinique, one mentioned. David Martinique or something, wasn't it, in the Gold yeah, Cup? Yeah, Martinique. He was in the New York Red Bull second team. I told you he, he was doing well. He was <laughs> so show second team before that. Oh. Well, look, uh, enough joking about the second game went off then. So the match finished one all anyway. The first game finished one all. The second game we went into and the team, the lineup for this one was Grizz's mate, Adrian and Goal. Connor Bradley at right back, Kanate, Reese Williams, and Simakas. The midfield's a lot stronger here, so it's uh, it's Oxley, Chamberlain, Abby Keita, and Milner. And then it's or was it Harvey in midfield? It was know. Harvey. Harvey, Harvey. In midfield. And yeah. then it was Ox, Mane, and Salah out front. A lot stronger this time around, wasn't it? Uh, oh, now we start. The opposition, the opposition was obviously a higher standard as well. But um, what did you make of this game, boys? Shall I go? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah go on. I thought Elliot was impressive in the midfield three. I really liked the look of him in the midfield three. His passing was good, crisp. He was trying stuff. He was constantly asking for the ball. When a young player constantly asks for the ball, he's fearless. And that's a great trait to have in a youngster. He was asking for it, asking for it constantly. Whether he was losing it after that or not, he was asking for the ball all the time. Really good trait. I enjoyed him in the midfield three. Ox looked kind of sharp in a false nine. Still not a fan, though, of him being the... Uh, he shouldn't even be an option, though, but he looked okay. Mane, I thought he just... Um, look, I don't want to get overcritical now, but I just feel that he has lost that sort of yard of pace um, that he usually relies on. I thought Simicast was the best of the bunch. I really thought he was good. Um, he looked fit. He looked a little bit sharp. His delivery wasn't bad. Set up the goal for Mane. Um, and it was good to see the big man, IK, IK5, um, Konate. He looks huge, and I think uh, there was one moment where he'd sort of like the ball ran over, and then uh, he caught up with the defender very quickly. So we know his recovery uh, pace is uh, pretty impressive already. Yeah, Grizz, what about you? How did you? What did you make of it? The, the the second team got me really excited. Yeah, like like you know, it got me excited as food gets me excited. <laughs> like like it did that midfield. I mean, I I I, I tweeted uh, a brilliant, amazing tweet. Which got like usually a, is usually yeah, is yeah uh, where I sort of um, put I'll, out the I'll formation. Yeah, have a look at it tomorrow. Check it out. Give it a like. Um, so you know, 
Because when you see the team lineup, most people thought that Elliot would play wide right. Yeah. Mole through the middle and then Ox and Milner and Kater midfield. But um, I thought we might see the, especially from what Klopp was talking about, Ox being the force nine in training, etc., etc. We played uh, Ox and I thought he was lively. I really thought he was lively. <sighs> Please, God, you know, I wish the kid some luck and health and I yeah. hope he doesn't pick up any injuries. That's the main thing. Because a fit and energetic Oxlade-Chamberlain could be a wild card for this season. And I will hold my hands up and say I said the same last season in terms of Naby and Ox. I said they could be our wild cards and we know the rest is history. Um, but if they can stay fit, which is the biggest if in history, yeah. they could be two wild cards for us because you can see the class and quality in them when they're playing. Um, again, I thought the right back, the much talked about right back, um, Connor Bradley impressed yeah. me again. So both young fullbacks in each half impressed me. Again, I agree with Avi. Simikas was the star for me, not only because of the setup, but his general performance. The tenacity was back. Yeah, he was getting uh, stuck in too. Yeah, you could see that he's fully fit, and and and, and the season this season will have done him will have done him good. I, I don't, you know, I know he didn't do us no good, but from a personal level for him, yeah, you know what I mean. He, he he's got a chance to see the setup, and I think now he's in a position where you'd like to think he'd be, he'll be in a position to give Robbo a fair a fair rest yeah. in the odd game or two. Apart that, from that's that, a fair point, Grizz. That mm-hmm. before we move off Simakas, it is a fair point because we brought him in last summer, and you know we didn't know about him. Let's be let's be honest. We had um, Hardy Simeo came on and spoke to us about him, um, knowing the the background from Greece, and you know he, he bigged them up and and. He looked good in the little glimpses we were seeing of him, but he just had a bad year and that injuries and COVID and things like that. It, was, it just, it went, you know, what could have gone wrong went wrong for him. And it's a fresh start really for him, isn't it? And a lot, I've seen a lot of people saying, oh, move him on, move him on. I don't think you're going to move him on. I think the attributes that he has suit what we need to allow us to give Rob our rest. You know, if he's fit and if he's for it. And there's a lot of ifs in this show so far, but, you know, You'd like to think that the, the the season we've just had won't be repeated this year and we will see the best of the likes of Simicas. He's never going to be a star, a main starter for the team. But if he can relieve Robbo from time to time and yeah. allow him to have a rest, it's a good asset to have, isn't it? Keith, he has recovery pace as well. He's yeah, quick. quick. I think that's what we look in in our fullbacks. Like you look at someone like Nico, he's not the quickest. But you look at someone like Robertson, he's very quick on the left side. So I think Simakas, you know, hopefully, again, stays injury-free, doesn't get any old, you know, I know he suffered from COVID for quite a bit as well last season. Hopefully he stays injury-free and he can be an A. People say he's a decent backup. I think he'll be, he can become even more of a backup. Like he can become something else other than a backup. I think he's a really good player. He's technically good. He got bombs forward. I don't know why you're laughing because it's true. Well, he bombs forward. No, I'm not, I'm not laughing. Watch it. Why do you think I'm laughing at you? You're, you're Abu Mug and you're having your I'm not, tea. No, whatever. I'm not laughing at you. I'm, I'm, you're making some very valid points. I I'm, think genuinely he can, he, can provide comp- he can provide healthy competition for Robbo. And Robbo might need that as well. Robbo might need just to kick, kick up the backside. Well, Kev O'Sullivan is saying, you know, he's, he feels that he's, you know, better than just a backup and, you know, that his game is based on overlaps and getting in behind, which is... Um, 
you know, it's similar to the way Robbo plays, whereas on the other side, when we've got Trent, Robbo's a more, not an orthodox fullback, but he's he's, he's a left full who hits, gets in behind and, and delivers in. We've got a replacement there, like for like in Simicas for this season. It's harder to do one on the other side, but you just touched on Connor Bradley there, who was a name that's been getting mentioned a lot. Do you think he's ready to step up to the first team? It, uh, it's, it's, it's so difficult to judge after thirty minutes. I've yeah. seen I've seen him once and today, um, so it's nothing to judge on. Um, you're asking a, an absolute child to step in the in the shoes of what we call a generational fullback in Trent. So it's it's some ask, but I liked what I saw. I will say that I did. You, I think I can uh, tell a player very early on, unlike right. some, you know, I've got yes. an eye for a player, right? So I think it's fair to say that this guy did, uh, he did impress. He's very, very highly thought of, isn't he? Is, yeah. is he Irish, Keith? Irish, yeah. Is he Irish? Irish? Yeah. Irish? Yeah, he's Irish. Yeah, he's Irish. Yeah, he's Northern Irish. Okay. Well, that don't count. Well, it's not Irish. Irish. Well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to show myself up here. Is he from Killer 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 Lovely, mm. lovely part, lovely part. Oh, I'm sure it is, but but yeah, no, nah, he <laughs> he did. He looked he looked fantastic. I must admit, I liked his assurity. I liked the way that he was trying to find players, um, like uh, trying to find the players the ball to their feet instead of trying to just lump the ball in there. And you know, you can tell you can, he's been he's been groomed the right way into playing football um, the right way, the way we Klopp wants to play. Boldswell, I think he's nowhere near ready. In a direct answer to your question, I don't think he's near enough ready, but um, but yeah, he looked good. Um, any Just other standouts? Before we move on, before we move on, Killer K or Killer K, he's from Castle Derrick. There you oh, go. There so you go. I was going to say that was the second away. one. That was the next one. Yeah, that was the first one. I was going to run with that. That was that was on standby. Killer K. It's close. Yeah. He's a highly rated young guy, you know what I mean? And it's, you know, it's like Nico Williams, um, Keanu Hoover before that. They don't seem to have an issue with, with giving these young lads a chance as a backup to Trent. And maybe it is down to the fact that you're not going to get a Trent Lloyd. Do you know what I mean? So maybe it is just give these lads a chance and the safety net of a mill are there maybe allows them to do that. That's why in our squad it's the hardest position to yeah. cover because people are always going to have that psychological comparison that, oh, he's not a Trent, he's not Trent. But these right-backs, to be a Trent, you need something very, very special. Um, so, no, Conor Bradley, you done well. Again, 17, I think maybe a year too short yet. I think maybe just keep him in the reserves, let him get a few games there and then assess next summer. But it's great for the lads to be out there on tour in Austria yeah. with them. But this game, we went 1-0 behind and Sadio scored an equaliser. Um, not much really to talk about, is there? Is we're not going to give an in-depth match. What did you think, Riz? Were you impressed with Sadio? I think he was away in the WhatsApp when i done one of my impeccable timing tweets where I said, Mane's having an absolute stinker. And then next second, he tapped it in and all the lads, you know, said... Well, Jedi Chris, Moitri. Yeah, like absolutely. Yeah, like but look... Great goal, great goal, great ball by Milner out to Simicast. 
Was it a first time volleyed inside um, or did he take a touch? Can you remember, Avi? I think I can't he remember. Was, you know, left foot, it was first time. First time. And then Sadio Mane um, on the tap-in. Yeah, look, again, pretty much like what Avi said, it's we're not going to start on Sadio or discuss anything at the moment because they're literally 30-minute training yeah. drills. That's all it is, isn't it? Tabboy's training much, you know. But still, but still, Mohamed Salah looked so sharp. Salah looks Jesus like Christ, he, he doesn't he, go off and let himself go during the, himself the himself. off season, does he? I tell you what, he. Please, I pray that you know the rest of the team can can form the foundation and platform that we have done in the last few years for him because this guy looks ready to to yeah. take on the Premier League again and and, and take it by storm. Yeah, and hopefully the likes of Mane gets that confidence boost. You know, a goal, will, will, even in a training game, you know, will build the confidence going forward. Uh, our friend Motty Tariq, um, I think from Norway, put this towards the charity of your choice. Let Riz redeem himself. Do you like Jellaby or Gulab Jamal? Oh, you you, 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 uh, you shagged that. Keith, you've that, right? no, he hasn't no, he hasn't at all. No, he hasn't No, he doesn't get a clap. It's Jalebi or Gulab Jamal. I absolutely... No, no, Keith... Yeah. You was absolutely superb. Fuck knows what have you heard or listened to. That was brilliant by Keith. Because I was thinking, I bet Keith lets me read this out. But he was brave enough and he was good. Say it again, Keith. (laughs) You like? Yelebi Ogulab Jamen. Absolutely lovely. There you go. Exactly. Look, slight difference in dialect is absolutely allowed. Shut up, Avi. Have you heard yourself <laughs> trying to uh, like say that Irish? Exactly. What is it, lads? What is it? Moti, thank you for the super chat. And yes, it will go towards the charity um, that we're Riz, trying to support. How do you pronounce currently. it? I'm about to it. If you give me 30 seconds, if if that, I'll, I'll finish. I'll, so, Jalebi and Gulab Jaman. Now, I that's what I said. I now, yeah. So, Jalebi, I'm a fan of. So, I, I have no idea how to describe it. People, um, People in the chat, if they know how I would describe it, it, they're both sweet dishes, Keith. They're both sweet items, right? So this is going along the lines of the old uh, mango lassie chat, is it? It's following on from... But th- but it's not a drink. So no. these two... So I have no idea how jelly to... Jelly is like a... Um, it's like frosted jelly, basically, Keith. And gulab jamun is like a soft cake in sort it's of syrup. sweet... Yeah, sweet oil syrup, yeah. Yeah, so not, I don't. Not, not good. It's not good for your arteries. Sounds but, awful. Yeah. No, no. no, 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 no. J- yeah, you won't like any of them. Jalebi in milk is good, though. Jalebi in milk. Yeah, if you dip it in milk. But uh, to answer his question, I'm definitely more of a Jalebi man. Um, I often get called Gulab Jamun on Twitter and I block the cunts. So um, if you want to get blocked, call me Gulab Jamun. I'll block your ass. But apart from that, Jalebi, um, I love Jalebi. But thanks for the super chat, anyway, Monty. Thank you very much, Marty. It's a, you know, it got us talking. I got the multiculturalism going up there. I like that. You know, that's what we're all about here. As Freeword says, gives you diabetes. So, you know, may not encourage it. You know, try it. Give it, give it a go. But Everything in moderation. Out. Everything in moderation. I, th- I think he sent another super chat as well. Another Keith. one? Yeah. I think well, it was too. Can, can you find it? I haven't got the admin rights today, but he's a happy Eid to everyone. Yeah, thanks very much there, Mati. Oh, and Oid Mubarak to all our Muslims watching. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we we said that, and it's it's good to, good to share the message, you know. 
we're all about multiculturalism here. Um, but anyway, boys, the matches are done, and we spoke about them there because it's good to see their heads back. New gear, you know, it's it's a bit of buzz looking at the training videos and getting the boys out there. But we've seen, we've started to see the exits, the 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 carousel starting for the exit. So I know, Avi, you are saying we've got um. Miller and Grabara are out the door. What did we get for them too? Liam Miller was 1.5, was he to Basel? Yeah, and I think Grabara was 3 million. Was he 3 million, I think? Did we get 3 million on Grabara? I think. I mean, Grabara, yeah. Not a bad keeper, to be honest. He's a really highly rated, but we've about 20 young keepers in the squad, don't we? They're very highly rated. So if if you move them on, you move them on. Um, and then we start seeing the big one. So Grizz, um, last night the news broke about Marco Grujic gone. They didn't know if it was a loan or if it was a permanent deal. Someone said in the chat earlier where Porto still insisting it's a loan. But it is a permanent move, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's it's most certainly a, a permanent move. I think the slight technicality behind it from what I've heard and read uh, is that it's a it's a strange one. It's in terms of they've got to show that it's an uh, obligation to buy, but it's but it's under the under the term of even if after you've played one game, it becomes permanent. So it's just a technicality issue. But yeah, the main thing is good luck to Grich. Yeah, five years ago, yeah, yeah, signing, so, uh, signing, I believe after Coca, it was uh, Marco Grich first signing. That was the full okay. signing. Yeah, it was yeah. club's full signing. So five years ago, five years ago, I think we got him. I can't remember, but I know we we got him. Him and Red Star Belgrade. We got him from. Yeah, but who's the who's who's the other person that we got at the same time? For was it the, the striker okay. that we got rid of? Were they both bought five years ago? Who? The, the stri- I, I know we bought him for five point three million, but I don't know what you're talking about now. What striker? Uh, the, the, Nigerian, the Nigerian one we oh, got. Oh. Anyway. No, no, he was born oh, afterwards. No. Yeah, I think he might have been afterwards. Tyler was born afterwards, I'm pretty sure. Okay, but yeah, we bought him in the region of 5 million. Yeah. We, we've made that back in loan fees. And yeah. we end up selling him for the, the quoted figures today. Um, Which is what? What, what we heard in it's 10.35 million pounds or yeah, something. Is it? Yeah. 15 million euros or something. Like yeah, that. something like that. But no, obviously... Holidays, Grizz. He was, he, Tyler's been here since 2015. Even so before I was, Klopp's even became yeah, so, 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 yeah. So, 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 so no one was right. right, you know what I mean? But well, no, I, no, I think I was, was probably more I was far more right than you guys. No, 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 Chris, you're right, you're right. Apologies. It's okay. Yeah. There's, there'll be more to come. Uh, the, it's, it's it's him and him and so basically we both bought them for the I think in the region of about six seven million, and we've made a nice tidy profit with with with, with loan fees, and now yeah. today we. We've made 17 million combinations. As, as you, you said there, Grizz, we made the transfer fees back on loan fees before today. So that's that's pure profit, really, isn't it, on the two lads? And we can be cynical about, um, you know, money ball and all these things, but that's how clubs do their business now. You bring in players and you sell them on um, and you see other clubs that do it all the time. But we, we got 17 million for the two boys and sell-on clause on both of them two young players that had a lot of interest in fairness you know the, the clubs they've gone on loan they've, they've both done decent and have been highly rated at these clubs so you never know a, a sell-on fee while we're looking at the situation with um, Luis Alberto at Lazio weren't we where if you know he's getting talked about 60 million and we've a 30% sell-on with him what we don't want to happen there is uh, we don't want um, a swap deal I think that's uh, a lot of swaps are happening, and that's where it kills your 
your sell-on clause, you know, because if they were to swap them, this, the, you don't get a sell-on clause percentage, sorry, of a sell-on for a blatant swap deal. But you never know. These deals could prove to be very, very um, lucrative in in the coming years. But those two boys went out. It's a start. It's two out the door. And then they're getting followed up as well with, uh, Avi will come to you, uh, Harry Wilson is getting strongly linked with a move to Fulham. What do you make of that? Yeah, a lot of talk, um, especially in the forums of Fulham. I've got a friend who's a big, big uh, Fulham uh, season ticket holder at Craven Cottage, and he thinks Harry Wilson is a stick-on. Um, seven million um, rising up to ten um, is the talk. So, yeah, maybe in the next couple of days. I think Neil Jones as well confirmed it in the Echo that uh, Harry Wilson was the next one to go out. And then you presume, you know, Shaq, you know, there's talk of Shaq. And then Nat Phillips, who didn't uh, start today, he didn't start in either games. So, you know, maybe I'll be, you know, precautionary that he's kept uh, on the sideline while uh, we negotiate a fee with Brighton, maybe. Um, so there's three, four that sort of we can look to sort of um, offload. Yeah, I mean, people are saying that seven million seems a bit low um, for Harry it, Wilson. It is, gonna, so. it, it is going to seem low, <coughs> but you've got to compare it to sort of the situation we're in and other yeah. clubs are in. You know, we refused 13 million last season. Of course, hindsight's wonderful sometimes. Sometimes you take a risk knowing that the value of a player can rise or will rise and you'll have a good loan season and then Euro's coming up or was supposed to be coming up for him and Wales. You know, so we, we played the wild card that, you know, we could get more for him. But it wasn't to be. I think I, I don't think we'll accept seven million. No. Uh, if the talk is from Fulham, I think we're probably edging towards, you know, raise it by a few, get that double figures. Yeah, you know, ten million, and and and, and we'll, we'll we'll happily part with a young player who was, who was destined for great things when he first stepped on Keith. I don't know what your opinion is on him. I just don't think he had. Um, I don't think he'd done anything outstanding. He'd done a lot of things really well. Like you know, technically he was he was sound, uh, very good deliverer of set pieces, brilliant free kick taker, got a good strike on him. Not blessed with the amazing pace, not blessed with amazing. That was downside. He didn't. Yeah, have that so exactly. So I, you know, I think I think he's, he's one of those in the in this in the mold of Woodburn, you know, that didn't just quite, you know. I think you go and have a good career though, Grizz. Wilson, like he'll 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 be there or thereabouts in the Premiership. Yeah, I think he's a Premiership player. Um, I think down the line he could be a Premiership player, but I just think he was never ever good enough for us. And a lot of people used to say, "Oh, give him a chance, give him a chance," because the one thing with Harry Wilson is he does numbers when when he goes out. He does goals and assists from, or is he, is he a winger? Is he? See, that's the problem I have with Harry Wilson. I don't know where he is, and he's not quick enough, and he's not, you know hard walking enough to play in the midfield for Liverpool. He's not quick enough to play up front on the wing or that. So he's a hard one to to break into air squad. But he does do numbers, so I'd be surprised if he settled on less than double figures on him. Uh, again, with a hefty sell-on clause I'll be looking at. Because he's he's not that old, isn't he, no, Harry Wilson? 23. He was, in, he was in that same sort of age bracket between with Ryan Kent, Shea or Joe. Yeah. Um, those kind of that, that sort of academy they, they came up together, and you know, obviously, Ryan Kent's gone to Rangers, or Joe's still he's still at well, Kev says in the yeah. chat, Kev O'Sullivan says he'd be ideal for Palace. I don't think he would be, Kev. Again, this is it the, 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 the type of the type of wingers that 
Crystal Palace have had in recent times have been very direct and pacey. Um, I, I, that's, I, I think Harry Wilson isn't direct and pacey, like, to be blunt. I think he's more... I think he thinks of himself more as a cultured wide player, yeah. likes to get on the ball, playmake. Um, and I don't think that's uh, what Crystal Palace... Well, they may change under well, Vieira. That's what I was going to say. What way yeah. would Vieira play with Nice? Yeah. You know, yeah, is, yeah, is, yeah, it, is it an interesting one that it's moving away from the direct, the Andros mm. Townsend, who's getting a lucrative move to the Ev, um, and Zaha and the likes. You know, maybe it is, maybe it is one to go. But look, I, it might sound harsh, but I don't think he's, he's good enough for us. So I think whatever we can get on him now, we should have sold him last season. Yeah. When it's. it's his price was probably at a, a, a higher level and there was a lot of teams interested but I think he done okay at Cardiff and we shouldn't have any problem moving him on but we just need to be ruthless and move him so it looks like what he, he could be next out the door well this is a good shout from Indy B he says maybe Burnley come back in for him because there's a lot of noise about McNeil leaving where's um, he been linked to oh I can't remember the club it may have been Aston Villa someone correct me if I'm wrong but there were strong noises about McNeil leaving. And if that's the case, then maybe Burnley may reignite their interest in him and create a bit of an auction. But I think Fulham is quite advanced from what I've heard as well. Yeah. That, that Fulham is quite advanced in talks uh, with them. But again, I'm with you, Keith. I, I just don't think the kid had a, had a, had a future with us. I, I probably have he was probably at one of Avery's one to watch a few years he ago. He was. You know what? He, there you go. There you go. He, he, no, he, was, he had a good spell with Derby when Mason Mount was there as well the same season um, under Lampard. He just didn't flourish and push on. But no, I think, look, he'll get a good move and he'll have a, you know, he'll have an okay career in football. So there's, there's no worries. But yeah, he was one of my, um, there's an old tweet going around of mine, which was retweeted the other day since 2016. Um, he was of my... Uh, top list as one to break through. And oh, I've got a huge list. I've got a huge list of yours. Don't <laughs> worry about that. Uh, I'll be revealing all one by one over the summer. But another one that you mentioned, Keith, was um, was Phillips. Yeah, and and we know that Phillips. I think we're ve- we're 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 asking clubs to make an offer that will make it difficult for us to say no, which in effect means he's for sale. So, and the fact that he wasn't risked today. Yeah, because even though he's telling. fit, that's telling. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's pretty telling. Um, and again, I think Brighton have been very strongly linked with him. And again, that would be a fantastic move for him as an individual. What do you think, guys? I mean, I think. But Grizz, does does Davis get promoted to fifth choice then? Because that worries me a little bit. If we're getting rid of Phillips and then Davis is fifth choice, like. I so know. this is so this is based on. All the scouting reports I read of Davis before he came to Liverpool, and then disappeared off the face of the earth for the since January. And this is so based off that, and based off him just the thirty minutes today. I think, in my opinion, Davis would suit us more than Phillips overall in a long term season if everything goes to plan. Fifth choice, I'd be as equally as happy with Phillips. Or Davis, from what I know of him and what people have said about Davis, yeah. that's my the, opinion. The thing with Davis, the overriding thing with Davis is he's quick, and that's why people who've seen him in the championship and people who've seen him play, they all say, you know, he can play left full because he has pace. And 
maybe that's I, I think Nat Phillips has done a great job for us to be honest I think I think he was excellent last season and people don't like to hear that they think you're a top red and you only support English players and all this sort of carry on it's it's not that it's a, he came into a team that was an absolute basket case and he made a career for himself and if he moves to Brighton or whatever it is that he ends up I think it's great for the fella I think that's what it's all that's what dreams are made of for some kids that they aren't good enough for the top you know we talk about Harry Wilson maybe his his stock may be dropping over the years of not getting a move um, Marco Grujic as well loan, loan, loan and eventually earning in no man's land Phillips was in was in no man's land and came out of nowhere and is in a position now where you know I think he's, he's I think he's more chance of making a Premier League career than Harry Wilson personally I don't know what you guys think I just think he's he's done his done his uh, stock no harm whatsoever yeah, Abby, no, do you I, want to say something or do you want to just... No, no, I agree. No, 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 I agree. I agree. I think uh, Phillips will get a move. Um, I think Brighton... I think Brighton's a good fit considering that Graham Potter is there and the way he sort of... The way he sort of brought this Brighton team on, you know, they, they try to play football on the deck. They do play, like, you know, good football. And he's got youngsters with him as well. And, you know, with the stuff that he's done with Tarek Lamptey, um, you know, Basuma, you know, he's he, he's got a nucleus of players there that he's done. And obviously the progression of Ben White. I think Phillips would be a good fit for them. And they've got Lewis Dunk as well to guide him. So Lewis Dunk's what, 30-31? Yes. So uh, did you say he'd be a good fit as well for Brighton? I think he would because of Grizz. I, think I asked Keith, I asked Keith, I've got your opinion just now. Keith, did you think Brighton as well? I think he'd be a good fit. Um, Brian, I think he'd be all right. A lot of people are saying Brighton play a high line. And he'd I'm be shocked. With I'm honestly, yeah, I'm shocked at Brighton, Brighton going him. for him. Brighton play a fucking left ball who's six foot seven. Well, I was going to just... I was going to touch on that. So even though Brighton play um, like minimum six foot four centre backs, right? They're all like monsters, aren't they? Lewis yeah. Dunk, um, the fellow that you said, Adam Webster. Uh, is that Adam Webster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Is, uh, yeah is Adam Webster uh, and the guy? You know. So, but if you've noticed, they are very good on the ball for their yeah. size, right? Now, Phillips. Talking about his strengths and he's got he's got loads and I absolutely echo everything that you said, Keith, about Phillips. But I don't think he's as good as those fellas on the board. He tries and he improved. Yeah. Absolutely improved. But those guys I found watching them last couple of seasons, they were decent on the ball. So I'm slightly yeah. surprised that Graham Potter's actually targeting him. But listen, hey, you know. They they're gonna have a fifty million pound um chunk of change, aren't they, in born in a hole in their pocket? And you know, if they can probably look and say, Roy, we if we get Nat Phillips for look, I'm gonna say fifteen million, I think he's worth fifteen million. Um and we sell you know, similar with Burnley, people go on about oh Tarkovsky and me, you know, are great centre halves. Well they weren't great centre halves, they developed into great centre halves. Do you know what I mean? James Tarkovsky yeah, played for point. Oldham and Ben Mee was released by Man City. You know what I mean? And they came up and established themselves sort of and and made Lewis Dunk is another one, you know what I mean? Like he, he's a he's a good player now, but he wasn't always, you know, a, a top centre half or he wouldn't be at Brighton. So which and, and you're right, because all of them developed at this age where Matt Phillips is not quite there yet. So all the yeah. players that you've mentioned are around, I believe, 27, 28 now. Yeah. 
and and Nat Phillips and Nat Phillips is sort of getting to that age where he needs to play a couple of seasons of regular Premier League football to to progress or into those the play, the levels of those players that you mentioned and and with Nat Phillips as well Nat Phillips I could be wrong correct me if I'm wrong if anyone knows Nat Phillips missed the year of his career when he was 16 17 because he he broke Both. a bone in his back. It was a bad injury. You got this you broke a vertebrae or something like that. And someone correct me if I'm wrong. Um, he's had a few. He's had a few bad injuries. Though. Yeah, but, but he, he was he was a late developer. Avi, even in the the Bolton um, youth teams, and his father was a manager there. He didn't sign his his forms at the same time. That is uh, that is that his colleagues did. You know, he went on, and he did. He wanted to go to college or university and all that. Like he wasn't as as you know as focused on getting to the end and being a footballer. He, he seemed to take a different route and to go a long way around. So I think Nat Phillips now, I think he knows he can still develop. He's not going to get quicker. We know he's not going to get quicker. Can he get better on the ball? I think he can get better on yeah, the ball. 100%. So, you know, I think when we look at it and we, we rule him out of teams, you know, and I've seen a lot of people rule him out of Burnley because oh, he's not at the level of Tarkovsky or me. But as I said, you know, they didn't get signed at that level. And I think, you know, I think he's done a good, he's done himself, given himself a chance to to get a really good move. So do you think it's it's Brighton for for um, for Nat or do you see anywhere else that'll, anyone else that'll come in from Grizz? I think, I think Brighton is, is the most advanced from what we read. I, I don't know. I don't have any information on it, but from what we've read from, from reliable journalists such as Neil Jones, Brighton are, are are pretty much the most interested in. I think Burnley were as well, but it's again, it's one of those where I think I think the the player will dictate this one. Yeah, you know, we discussed this before. I think the player will dictate what happens. We're happy to keep him, but we're also happy to release him if he's okay with going. And I think yeah. he'd probably want to go. Fair play to him. I think he's earned it. Oh yeah. You know, at this stage. So we've a silver chatting from NBA, um, 21 million so far, and he's listing a few players. So let me know what you think it is, whether you think they go or stay, and if the price is, on, is fair. So this is Abby's for 10 million. Big shout out to Billy. Yeah. 20 million's made so far. Rigi, 10 million. Shaq, 12. Nat, 13. Wilson, 9. Nico, oh. 7. Lewis, 1. Kane. I think Kane's gone. Um, Herbie Kane, Ojo, Carius thoughts yeah i think that's right i think that's okay i think those I think estimations are right yeah i think that's fair i mean carriers we won't get anything we can't even get we can't even shift for free season. right now we'll leave so, yeah. his contract or he'll be there for yeah. another year and then released would say i think they're spot on i think they're very very realistic um, i have Vandenberg four million he's not going anywhere no, no. I, th- I don't think we i don't think i think we still have Belief in yeah. Vandenberg that Preston love him. Preston last season, yeah. the back end of the last six months, they absolutely were raving about him. Their fan base were raving about um Set Vandenberg. The only thing is, um, like Woodburns and Ojo, like let's let's actually get rid of them this season because yeah. they've been on peripheral loans and Woodburns been out to Blackpool where Neil Critchley was. Um, is it Neil Critchley who was the old um Neil Critchley is at Blackpool? Yeah, um, is that where Woodburn wasn't there? Was he? Woodburn was the old loan. Yeah, was he? It didn't, it didn't work out for him, and he's he come back. Oxford, but... wasn't he as well? Oxford as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so Woodburn is with the is with the squad right now, but he again yeah. another one who wasn't used at all in either game. Yeah, yeah. 
Mm. And would you would have thought you would be ahead of some of the the young lads that play that you in, mentioned in that first in, half? Yeah, yeah, it, it's interesting. But look, they're all they seem decent enough prices. Do you, do you see Origi and Shaq both? Sorry, both going in this window, lads. I think Shaq's. I think Shaq is happy to go, um, yeah. and and because he knows he won't get he won't see much game time, and of course he's a a fully fledged international so he he wouldn't want to you know hamper any chances or I think he needs to be a big fish doesn't he I'm not saying Lazio are a small pond but you know there if he goes to Lazio he'll probably be given the the keys of the house and in that role and I think there's slight concern when it comes to check I think there's slight concerns with these uh calves these injuries as well he does pick up these niggling injuries and you think he gets them sorted out and he doesn't. You know, like there was times last season, even the 18-19 season, where he's just, his legs or his, he had issues with his calves that were just letting him down. So there is those issues with Shaq. But, I mean, Origi, that's that's the million-dollar question, is it, whether we can get rid of him or not. But like I said, he, he, he doesn't want to leave. So, you know. So, yeah, the story, so the story with Origi is we've had... We've had suitable bids for him that we are ready to accept. We've, you know, made that clear to his agent and himself, and he's got no desire. And I think even if I stopped at he's got no desire, that would have been enough. I wouldn't I wouldn't need to talk about anything else, but he's got no desire to leave. Uh, and that's slightly concerning, in, especially we're trying to get rid of him. Um, but hopefully, look, hopefully we, we, we come to an agreement with him and his agent that you know please for the for the life of us just just go now kind of thing i'm sorry if it comes across rude and and sort of ungrateful i'm not i'm absolutely grateful for what he's done for us he's an absolute cult hero but um you know he he needs to he needs to get the fuck out (laughs) um before we move on um just give me a sec. Someone's saying we need to read out Kieran Thorne's chat. What? Um, I think he said something about Sienna. Once we get to 11k, he will match um, the day trippers' donation of 100 pounds. So Kieran Thorne will uh, match our um, donation once we hit 11k subscribers. Ah, Amazing. top man, Kieran. Top man. He's always there with it when it comes to these things. Um, Absolutely. He's he was led from the front with the the keen stuff as well, and look, it's great to have people like Kieran in the chat, um, and a, a lot of others. Not just Kieran, there's a lot we say all the time. Our chat, the community in there, they 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 they're a very uh, knowledgeable bunch and a very kind bunch when it comes to these things. So we appreciate all the support and fair play to Kieran, um, top man as usual with that sort of thing. And we'll we'll discuss the end before we go, but lads, um. People don't want to hear about outgoings. They want to hear about incomings. But it's all quiet on that front at the moment, isn't it? And it's going to be a case of uh, these moves happening before. And people give out and say, that's a boy to sell, it's a boy to sell. I think it's just a, a trimming of the squad. That's what I think is happening rather than boy to sell. I think we're getting rid of these lads and then we're going to bring in. But, you know, is there any links out there that you can see? Some people are talking about Saul um accelerating now that the, the the exits are starting to happen. Others are saying United are going to sign Saul. If it comes down to money, we, we won't be signing Saul. Look, it's as clear as that. You know, we we want players that want to play for us. And if if he goes to Manchester United because they're offering double what we'll offer him, it, we're not going to, you know, be be offering him more money just to get him. 
where do you think that one goes, Avi? Where do you think the Saul one goes? Do you see a player like that coming to Liverpool, or is it was that just you know we got caught up in a room and doesn't nothing really to it, or can you see him going to Barca, or what? What do you see with Saul Niguez? I, I always thought the Atletico Barcelona stuff it didn't make sense to me on a financial aspect. It didn't make any sense. I think yeah. if we have a genuine interest in Saul, which I believe we do, and he's happy and you know he's been waxing lyrical of Liverpool over the last few years with Gerard being his idol and whatnot and loves the way we play, the way we press, the intensity, the crowd at Anfield. Saul will be a Liverpool player regardless of what Manchester United do. He will look at the project, he will look, he will just, have, Klopp will just have to have one word with him and he will be a Liverpool player if we, you know, push on with our interest. I do believe there's in, genuine interest but, you know, we also are known as a uh, scroungers as well so we need to pay up what Atletico yeah. want and take it from there Chris um, we've seen this way with Thiago last summer um, all of a sudden Manchester United wanted to to jump in and, and sign Thiago and at the time we done a lot of shows about this at the time and one of the overriding things that came out of that was where was Thiago going to fit into a Manchester United team do you know what I mean? When they had Pogba and they had Bruno and they signed Donny van der Beek as well. Where does Saul fit into a Manchester United midfield? Because the same situation is there now, I think. Uh, to me, and look, you can't have enough, you can't have too many good players. We know that. But surely, man, you need a defensive midfielder more so than another maybe a creative or box-to-box type of player that Saul is. Do you think it's just paper talk or do you think there's some substance to the United links? So we know Man United wanted Seoul last season, yeah. but they ended up with Van der Beek. So the profile of player, even though one's left-footed, right-footed, but you can see the profile both box-to-box. Yeah. Very good technically. So they went for the Van der Beek option. I think the, the dilemma for Man United, very quickly get them out of the way, is that the Pogba dilemma, like if yeah. he goes and they will need someone. If Pogba stays, then you can't see them, especially thereafter, Trippier and Varane. You can't see them going, oh, Pogba is off to PSG. That's the talk. But with regards to Seoul and us, I've got a bit of a, I've got a bit of an update, a slight update. Now, I'd even tell you guys about this update beforehand. Dun, dun, so, this, so this is one of those dun, dun, dun. But, um, so a very good friend of mine knows, uh, is is on talking terms with Xavi, the famous, amazing Xavi, Xavi the Barcelona, yes. yeah, himself, who is very close to 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 Seoul, and so the the story, as far as I'm concerned, what I've been told is Seoul 100% wants Liverpool. His heart is set on Liverpool. He has even spoken to Jurgen Klopp, but unfortunately, our bid. Our initial bid that we did make was was um, way below what Atletico wanted or required. So that was about two weeks ago. Um, and there's nothing Saul can do anymore after that. It's as Avi says, we've got to put up the money. Um, and if we put up the money or come even remotely close uh, to, to sort of the kind of money Atletico want, as Avi says, there's no issue with Saul and his side. Um, he's an absolute, his hero and idol is Steven Gerrard. Like, you know, he absolutely loves, adores Steven Gerrard. Um, 
Kieran Thorne says Saul has taken the same approach as Thiago. The, the difference was the difference was as we exclusively revealed on last season's transfer agenda shows, the the deal with Thiago was agreed and it was a formality and it was all about timing. Unfortunately, with Saul, it's not a deal. It's a not a it's not a done deal. Our our valuation was a fair way below uh, Atletico's, but in terms of the player, in terms of Klopp wanting him. There's absolute, definite interest. And we have to be patient. And do you remember we spoke about guys that there's players becoming available that are making us think, not only us, every club. Every club is going through the same thing. I believe we had a deal agreed with with another central midfielder. Um, I believe Avi's a, a, a huge fan who broke that news, I think. Um, but since the news of Saul being available... Uh, we've had to sort of assess the situation. This is the best way to to look at it. So, um, but yeah, that's one to keep an eye on. It's just literally see if we can fund fund the fund the deal by shifting a few bodies, unwanted bodies. In terms of how he fits, we've spoken about it. I think Saul fits into our team, fits into our squad, our work ethic, team ethic, absolutely everything. I think Saul. With um, with all the names that have been linked with midfield, I'd say for me, Saul is my my favourite player that I'd like. Just just ahead of Basuma. Yeah, who was the one Avi that you broke the deal that was? Louis Neuhaus. I'm a huge fan of Neuhaus. I have to say, I think you know the the players that are getting linked. I, I, I'll briefly, we'll we'll talk about the guys that were linked. So we went through the summer and we were looking at um, Basuma was linked. I'm not a big fan of Basuma. I think he's a good player, but you know, I just don't think he's he's maybe what we need. I think he's a good player. But I think he's, he's sort of a very much a one type of player, one trick pony. A lot of people disagree with that, and that's fine. I'm not, you know, telling people they're wrong. That's just my opinion. Then we were linked with uh, Neuhaus, and we were linked with our, we were linked with um, Renato Sanchez, and we were linked with all these players. And I like the profile of these players. I think it's, it, you know, that they're, they're good, good fits. Got Willigan saying Varela. I don't think Varela was ever really a strong link, but he has been linked. But I liked all that. And then the Saul one came, right? And that blew everything out of water because you bring in a Saul and we said our Telemans is another idea. Well, you bring in a Saul and I think you're getting a world-class ready midfielder. Do you know what I mean? Whereas the others are not. And I think, you know, if Liverpool were to pull this one off, it'd be huge. It would be huge. And people say, oh, it doesn't fit in with the model of FSG. But we saw with Thiago last season that, you know, for the right player, they will do the business. And I think if they can get this over the line, and look, if Manchester United end up signing Saul, I'm still going to say he's a great player. I just think he fits what we're looking for better than what I think Manchester United will be looking for. So I'm hoping that one goes over the line. But if it doesn't, I'm sure we will get a competent midfielder. Neuhaus would be, in my opinion, I take Neuhaus over the likes of Atelemans because I think the money for Atelemans you're talking... Too, it's too expensive for what he is. I don't think he's. I don't think he's that good a player for the money being quoted. And that's just my take on um, on Telemans, where you get half the price, you get no house, and I, I think that's a better better business and a better deal. Mikey Day Saint Saul was poor, poor last season. Look, a lot of players are, were poor. You know, I think it's an intense team. Atletico Madrid, and I think he might have just had a little bit of a dip. And I think uh, only was playing different different cats and all that, and it was just a bit I of an think- off time. 
I think for the last 18 months, he's needed to move away from Atletico Madrid. Yeah. He needs a fresh start. And I think the premiership suits his game to a T. Like he would come in and settle straight away. He's not a player that would need time or months like some of our players have needed, like a Robbo or a Fabinho. He comes in and settles in our, you know, team straight away, you know, and I think he's needed to move away. I think sometimes Simeone's style can stifle um, individuals like Jao Felix. Um, and I think Saul's another one. The last 18 months, he's he's sort of caught in the middle when he's playing in um, that Simeone system. So I think it's, it's. I don't want to say it, but it's a match made in heaven if he came to Liverpool under yeah. a Klopp. Like, you know, he would elevate his game even further. Yeah, spot on, Avi, because sometimes you do need a move uh, and top players do need a move. And I just think... Uh, you know, Simeone, as you said, he's an intense manager, isn't he? And and he puts a lot on them, as does Klopp. But Klopp will smile and hug them at the end, whereas like Simeone will more likely to push them and throw a dig at them while celebrating with them, you know. And it, it, that can take its toll on you after a while. And it's not to say it does anything wrong with Simeone. He's a very successful manager. I'm a big fan. Um, but maybe it is just a case of a, a new challenge for us all is needed. Um Hopefully we'll see some movement on that soon. But another name that's cropped up, um, that's cropped back up, and I know you two aren't overly keen on this. Um, it's a it's going back to the, our old friends at Watford, and um, Ishmael Assar has popped back up again. Do we think there's any talk, any any real, uh, any chance of that one happening? Grizzle, I'll come to you. Do you think Ishmael Assar is an option for us up up top, or do you think we're looking at bigger and better players than that? I'd say it's difficult to see that one now. I I know for a fact that we made a bid for him before we made the bid for Jota. Yeah. So he was our first choice. Um, but of course, we know that we couldn't agree a, a payment structure with, with Watford. We were able to agree a very favourable structure with Jota and the rest is history. Um, so Watford made it difficult last season when they were in the championship. Realistically, are they going to make life easier now that they're in the Premier League or will they make it harder? Logic dictates that they'll make it harder. Um, I can't see us, if we couldn't agree with them last season, agreeing with us. Again, Ismail Assal was very much up for 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 for, for moving to us, very close with Sadio Mane. Yeah, he loves Mane. But, yeah, yeah, but... This is hero, and uh, you know this is hero, uh, but I can't see us. Um, I can't see us going back in for him. That's uh, that would be very, very surprising to me. Yeah, um, I'm gonna just throw this comment up. Jeremiah was on, I think, last night, and the oh, sorry, on Sunday on the fat back forward, and he kept asking. I only seen it back afterwards. Uh, we don't sign players straight from South America. I think that's all down to work permit issues and all that, isn't it? You, you know, it's to, to get a. Um, and I'm assuming he means, you know, Lataro Martinez when he went to Inter Milan was on the cusp of being a superstar and sort of pushed through that barrier. When you're signing young players into England, the work permit issues and all scope are that we've seen with Awani that he's had to go on loan for six years or yeah, six years before he could get his work permit. I just think it's it's too much of a hassle. I know, you know, unless you're signing a player like Man City did with Gabriel Jesus and sort of made it that he's an exceptional talent. And if they don't have the required caps, and I don't know if that rule has changed in the last few years with Brexit, I don't know what's going on right now. But it used to be, you know, they had that so many caps within a two-year mm-hmm. period. 
But unless they were an exceptional talent that they were going to push and see, he made the argument about Jesus, they were able to do that. Otherwise, you're just bringing them in and you're constantly loaning and loaning and they can fall through. We had done it with Alan Rodriguez, famously. Yeah. You know, Alan Rodriguez was one that we came and Klopp, when he first came in, thought this fella was as good as Xavi and Iniesta and just... He had like six, six, seven loans, didn't he? Six, seven yeah. loans. And he was oh, going all over the place, Finland and Belgium and everywhere. And We've been stung a few times like that as well. We can go back in history if you wanted to. We have always get stung like with these kind of players who come from South America with a big reputation and we can't even get a work permit for them. And then yeah. they go on like six, seven loans to the Finland league and then still don't get a permit for them. And then we've got yeah. to let them go on a free. So Was Mark yeah. Gonzalez one of them that we had? Mark Gonzalez, yeah. He went to Albacete under Rafa. Yeah. Because and that's that's a Chilean international, so you can you know they they don't have to. If you are signing a player from Chile or Uruguay, there's probably a clear path to the national team. But if you're doing it from Argentina or Brazil, you, you have to be getting the gem. Do you know what I mean? To to say, look, this guy can get straight into the into the Liverpool setup. Um, Chris Brack is saying there, Leto as well was another one. Sebastian Leto came in um, from uh, Banfield, I think, and just went, that was a Lanos, yeah, Lanos, that's right, and I ended up going out on loan as well. There's been so many of them, unless you're buying a player that's, you know, really you can make it, like even Man City don't know Douglas Luiz, didn't they? They brought him in, but they had to loan him out and loan him out. And eventually he goes, he gets Brazil caps. He's at Aston Villa. He's doing well. It's a hard one to do. I mean, there's great talent in South America. We done the, the show with five yards about picking up gems and you get them for nothing. There's a guy over in Uruguay playing in one of the smaller teams in Uruguay called Matias Arizo. And I think he's going to be a new Luis Suarez. He's only 18, I think, at this stage. And this young fella is the business. We do you remember we had relevant to what you guys are talking about? Do you remember we had Steve, uh, the Man City fan on Carnage yeah. a couple of weeks back, and he was, and he was talking and he was talking about the Brazilian link up with a lot yeah. of Brazilian, uh, the Man City link up with Brazilian youngsters. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see how they get on in terms of work permits and how oh, they how they, how they, they play with their rules, don't they? Fair there you go. But it's it's an interesting one. It's look, I'm a big fan of South American football, as a lot of people know, and. You know, I wouldn't you know, have guessed. Team. Really? I'd never have guessed, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's it's you know, it's it's just a it's it's links that come and go and you know, any true the Koyo Jorge links to us, so I wouldn't have thought so. I've seen him linked with I think I seen him linked with Milan. Milan. It's, yeah, it's falling through though, it's falling through that has it. He's a great talent, that young fella. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see. Interesting to see. But another name that was thrown into the chat there, lads, was Donya Malin. Um Constantly getting linked with us and it's back up again now. Do we see Malin happening or is he nailed onto Dortmund? Go on, have you haven't spoken for about three minutes. 100% no. We're not going to get Donny to Milan. It just, it's purely because of Mina Raiola and no one can tell me otherwise. You think that's a non-runner? Non-runner. It, it has been from day one. I know people say that we have been in... Look, he's a player, of course we'd be interested in him. But I just don't see how we get through Mina Raiola. Right, wouldn't, see, that doesn't make sense what you said there. Because if we know he's a Mina Riola uh, player, there's no interest in him. So the no, fact that there's interest in him, so, so let me elaborate. So there's a fact that there's interest in him shows that we can work through the agent. It's just, I don't think Mina Riola, um, Daniel Malen was ever one of the priorities um, as a striker. That's what it is. I don't think it's, I, it, look, from what you're saying, we'll never ever entertain Mina Riola. I'm yet to see it. I'm yet to see it. We haven't seen Lillian it yet. Gravenberch's name is getting, you know, 
linked around an awful lot. I think if you're gonna have, if you want to sign these players, you're gonna have to deal with me. You know, at some you stage. don't, yeah. When you're a business, and and Avi often talks about how clever FSG are, and how smart they are, and how business savvy they are, and he often talks about what they've done uh, for us in terms of you know, um, you know, sort of commercially and and all around the world, everything they've done. Um, you don't rule out working with someone who who represents some of the best talent in world football just because of a spat with the manager. It just doesn't work like that. Jurgen Klopp is way too smart and clever as well to hold grudges like that as well, in my opinion. But you know, like, that that spat that we spoke, that you spoke about there, Grace, that was a ridiculous thing by Mino Raiola. You know, it was about about Mario Balotelli and he tried to claim Klopp was racist and all, didn't he, saying that, you know, I... He won't get a game. I won't play him and all this. And Mario Balotelli never fit Jurgen Klopp. It was the, the most obvious transfer when Klopp took over that you could see. And Riola sort of went on. But that's the problem with Riola. When you're dealing with him, you're dealing with a guy that's going to cause issues whenever things don't go his client's way. But if you're bringing in, a let's say, Marlin or a Gravenberch, right? They're youngsters. They're not as high profile as is uh, Erling Haaland and Paul Pogba. And but Keith, so he wants Daniel Marlin on like 135k a week already at 18, 19. We're not going to pay that. No, we won't pay that. And well, we, 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 we would give him that and bonuses and all that. And, you know, he won't accept that because that means and you have to walk, you know. He wants to set, he wants the big money from the off and that's his job. And we spoke about it during the night, but it's a risky business. Gravenberch, he's 19. I'm sure he's we, we like him, and but he's gonna want 160, 70 plus k a week for his client. That's 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 the sad reality of it. They shouldn't be on that kind of money, but that's the but sad the, reality. That the, the, the thing with the Dutch league, I always say this: that the wages are so low. When we signed Luis Suarez, I think he when he came to us, he was only on something like 28, 29 50, grand yeah. a week. Not even that, because I remember seeing a, a thing about it was fine, and I couldn't believe how low he was on like his, six. K a week at Groningen, then he went to yeah. um, on 15k Ajax. a week at Ajax. Yeah. And we got him on really, really low wages. And I think like the, the Serginio Dest stuff has come out. Uh, he was only on eight grand or something and then went to Barcelona. Frankie de Jong was on low wages and gets 400k a week now. So I suppose they are seeing instances where these guys are having massive jumps. But maybe there is a, an opportunity to do something. I don't know. I think Marlon, to me, goes to goes to Dortmund. Um, Grizz, what do you think? Dortmund for Marlon? Yeah, I think it's near enough. I mean, again, even even um, even Dortmund's uh, Michael Zork is it? Zork, yeah. Yeah, yeah, came out and said, "Look, you've got to be sensible. Have a value uh, that we're worth, or that we see it's worth. If not, then we won't bid." But I think uh, the noises from reliable Dutch outlets are that there will be something agreed with them, yeah. whether with uh, with with Dortmund, and you know that's. That's probably his level. I mean, Dortmund yeah. are a very good team, and and Marlon is a very good player. So I'm but not they're saying a stepping stone. I didn't it's, it's a great move for him, though. It is a great move for it him. It is a great move. Going for him. to Dortmund, learn his craft for another year or so, um, and then go from, and under Marco, the top level. Marco Rose as well. Yeah. If you're going to play for a manager right now in Europe, it's probably Marco Rose at Dortmund. So it's it's a good move for him. It is because they'll be challenging for the Bundesliga. They'll be playing regular Champions League. And it's not like it's the highest profile of club. And I, 
it's a, it's a nice little move. Another super chat in from NBA before we finish up. Um, Keita and Ox stay. Saul and Neuhaus or Sanchez an hour. I think we need two in midfield and a centre forward or wing forward. Marcus Turam, Cunha, Luis Diaz or Baudet. Moira, Moira Baudet was a great player, um, a young striker in Holland. Or Malin, Malin to BVB. Yeah, Go okay, on. a lot going on there. Um, Luis Diaz, without question. Out of that Luis, Luis Diaz Luis fan. Luis Diaz fan. People don't know he's the Colombian winger plays for Porto. Um, I think he's on that cusp to go to that next level, but I don't think Porto's the right club. I think he'll I think he will leave Porto though, but he's he's one to watch out for for sure. Um just my opinion. Look, the uh Billy's saying that Saul and Noah's in terms of we need two central midfielders. I I, I don't think we've got much time. I think we forgot to or maybe we've spoken about Hendo in previous other shows. I think the forum spoke about him. Uh, last night, so you know, if 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 there was a situation which there isn't and there won't be, yeah. where Hendo was sold and Genie was sold, and then you'd say, right, we need two central midfielders. But the fact that Henderson won't be going anywhere, in my opinion, um, is very difficult to see Liverpool getting two central midfielders. There's definitely one. And out of the strikers, Marcos Turam, again, we had definite interest in Marcos Turam last season. I don't think anything came of it. Um, we progressed with, we followed up the interest. Um, and Luis Diaz, Avi did, Avi is the one who told me about Luis Diaz in terms of he's a player, have a look at him, check him out. Um, I done intense studying. I think uh, you're a fan, you're a fan now, are you? Um, I'm not a fan, but I think he's a very good player. I'm not. I'm just not one of those ones. Oh, I'd want him at my club at all costs. Whatever, one of those where you are. Um, I think. I think Luis Diaz is a very tidy, neat, uh, clever, hard work. His South American um, ethics in him, in terms of hard work, tenacious. He's got a bit of nastiness, and as we saw in that yeah, game, didn't we, against nice. Brazil? Yeah, fantastic um, potential. I just think, again, like what Avi says, go to maybe. The thing is, we're not in a position, I think some would disagree, we're not in a position where we can take a huge risk on our on our new forward. Like if we're going to replace Origi Shaq, then we've got to replace him with someone who's going to be of use and, you know, proven talent, in my opinion. I don't think we can, I don't think we've got this, we're in a position to take too many of a risk. Luis Diaz may be a risk too much. Bodu, I'm a massive fan of Bodu. As you know, I'm a massive fan of Bodu. Um, but again, I think he's been linked with with Dortmund as well. But obviously, you can't see them getting both. So Bodu, I mean, I haven't heard of any interest with Liverpool, but that's one player that you'd see big teams after. People might know more than Bodu. He, he plays for um, Azed Alkmaar, isn't it? In, that's right. In Holland, and I remember Shawnee Lawson a while ago, sort of through in our chat about him, and he, and he compared him to young Ronaldo, and not Cristiano Ronaldo, the proper Ronaldo, um, El Phenomeno, El Phenomeno. And when you look at it, he was very like Ronaldo playing at PSV. You know, with this this kid looks like he's a absolute potential to be to be brilliant. But a lot of these Dutch players can move too soon or can you know, take that big jump maybe too soon. So maybe the likes of a Dortmund or a Bundesliga team might be the right move for him next before the move to Liverpool. I don't know. Um, 
But it'll be interesting. Someone saying there about they was going to France. I don't know, maybe a Lille or one of these, but they they don't have a pot to piss in. I'll be surprised that's if a, that's a surprising one. If if that yeah. happens, yeah, you'd think. Uh, yeah, it would be in, it would be surprising. But look, who knows? We'll wait and see. Is there any other links that we can talk about, lads, for coming in that we? Like I said, it's all quiet, isn't it, at the moment until the, the best way. Best way, even place. though, even though for for content creators like ourselves, um, you know, we'd love to talk about so many links and and what could happen, what can happen, throwing out names willy nilly. But I think um, I know I know a lot of work is being done, and I don't know. It's a difficult time as fans because, I, again, as I said, because of the season we've had. Uh, the, the the disaster of the injuries and everything, the, then the Jan, the debacle in January. So, I, I, from one angle, I can see the impatient, the reason for the frustration and impatience. But I think we'll we'll be satisfied. I think we'll be fine. We'll get a central midfielder and attacker, and and then we'll uh, attack the season. I don't know what Avi thinks. Yeah. Before we answer that, uh, Karen B says a Dutch lad told me to watch out for Baudu and some other bloke called Stengsman or something. It's Calvin Stengs, Stengs yeah, from nice. A great uh, system going there, Nice. I think they've confirmed Justin Clivert as well under Christoph Gold here as well. They've got they're yeah. a team to watch next season. Be interesting, yeah. Some good talent in there. Um but yeah, it's all it's all go. So sorry for cutting across just there, boys. What was that? No, I was just asking Evie. Um you know, I think so. look, I, I I think there's been look we've we've mentioned it every week now it's it's mayhem right now on Twitter it's best to stay away keep patient the, the the departures are happening you know and I'm sure we'll get the incomings that we all want you know the, the we're linked with quality the, the one thing I would worry about is if we weren't being linked with quality players but the players that are in discussion that you would imagine. The, the reports that are coming out from the media and whatnot, they're all quality players, you know, and I'm, I, I still believe, and I'll say it since I've been saying it since the end of the season, um, we'll be happy this summer. You know, we'll be happy with the acquisitions and the signings that we've made. And, um, yeah, just push forward uh, for the first game of the season, which is uh, five weeks away, I believe. Now. Still, yeah, I mean, the window shuts in six weeks. Plenty like, we're not even, we're not even, we've just died the window. Yeah. It's literally six weeks. And I don't get it. I don't get this sense of entitlement from certain fans that demand to know of links. Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, you'd rather demand that by the end of the window, we have a squad capable of challenging the uh, challenging for the title. That's what we should demand. Not demand to know about links. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. That's just, that's just f- fucking your own mind up. It's like our program link. now, isn't it, Grizz? It's all about, you know, links, links, links. You, you see I'm these saying? things on Twitter about, you know, what's it, um, they're calling Liverpool now, um, Interested FC or something like that, Interest FC. Keith, Forget about all that. Keith, I keep, about all that. Keith, keep, I, I keep calming you, I keep trying, telling you to yeah. relax. And the WhatsApp, stop stop talking with these, with these uh, uh, what's the word? What's the word? This anti, new generation. Anti red bastards, maybe. I don't know no, what you're No, it's not, no, it's not that. It's not that. No, it's not that. It's 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 these givers of names. Boredom is just holiday season. Interested FC, monitoring FC. You know, what else is there? There's 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 other there's other names that I've given to Reds as well, but you know, let them. Um yeah, I absolutely agree, and I'm adamant. I'd 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 go mad. I literally would. I'd do everything that I possibly could to go mad, like jump up and down and 
punch the wall and what else can we do if 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 we don't sign a central midfielder or an attacker? There's yeah. nothing else we can do really, like just get angry, right? Um yeah. so exactly. So that's the worst that we can do. The best we can do is Chill out, relax, have a mango, let's see, have a couple, couple, couple of watch longs, Chris. Couple of watch longs in the coming couple weeks. Watch longs, relax out. Yeah, a couple Everyone's of Everyone's a winner. Everyone's Johnny Lawson in the chat. Good Stella Maris. I played for them, Keith. We spoke about all the Orland internationals who played for them, and there we go. Shawnee Lawson played for them as well. So good stock there. Well, that tops yeah, all, doesn't it? That tops There all, you go. Exactly. Who needs Keith Johnny Andrews, Johnny when you have needs Keith Lawson. Andrews when you got Shawnee Lawson? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, lads, I think we leave it there. We're an hour and a half in. Um, before I, I was getting all up with you about watch alongs, about fucking Panama and Honduras and all this sort of stuff. So, before he talks us into doing some watch along for a Gold Cup game, I think we'll uh, leave it there. So, look, Grizz, thanks for jumping on a late edition. We weren't expecting you. We didn't know you left us guessing, but it's always a pleasure when you jump on to these things, brother. Oh, mate, always, always. When I found out the lineup was Keith and Avi, I said, oh, I'm not missing out on two absolute gems like that. But I thought, you know, I received a bit of information in terms of, in terms of Saul's, Saul's very good mate, Zavi, who says that the player is ready and is just waiting for the go-ahead, and which means trying to get an agreement with Liverpool and Atletico. So I thought I'd come and give you guys that golden nugget little golden nugget get me like that why not why not always a pleasure Uh, Avi it was meant to be just me and you Grizz jumped in but you know uh, it it would have been great without him but he did bring a bit of lead and he brought a bit of gravitas with him to the show so we can't really complain too much can we no, I thought it was going to be my moment to shine on my own today, but no, he has to, uh, the grizzly bear has to always uh, interrupt and, you know, just boss himself in. But no, it's been a good one, lads. Um, again, look, you've just got to keep patient and, uh, yeah, off and away. And I think we've got a, I'm surprised you didn't mention it, but we've got a carnage on Thursday, Chris? Yeah. We have, we have. Yeah, good. Oh, yeah. The carnage Thursdays, it's the, it's I'll the big on, one. I'll know. start on the agenda tonight then. There you go. Avi's <laughs> the, the, the agenda maker there. Before we finish up, lads, Dean Horgan, chewing the super chat. Thanks very much, Dean. Before we finish up, would you be happy with Marlon and Saul? One more. Well, we've, decided, we've, we've decided between us that Marlon's an absolute no go. Um, he's just asking us, would you be happy? Yes, 100%. Would you be happy if, if we don't, if we manage to get in front and they were the two that we brought in in a. And forget about the where Marlon goes. Would you be happy if we done those two on top of Canate? Yes. Okay. No. That's that's fine. That's fine. I mean, I tried to give it context, but like you know, you're a million fan though. You're you're a Marlon fan. But I wouldn't be happy with Marlon, as I said, from what I know who we want. Okay. Is that okay? That's okay. That's, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Everyone's allowed to. You'd be more interested in Vlavic. Would you agree, or is he still too much of a pro? Uh... Oh, I, I, I think Vlavic is is an absolute beast in the making, yeah. Keith. Yeah. I, I really do. I, I, he's he's something totally different to what we've got, isn't he? He's totally different to what we've got. Even today, I was watching and I was thinking. Um, you know, there was balls being fizzed across. Harvey Elliott got into some positions where he, he fizzed some balls across and, you know, um, Simicas was dropping some crosses in and there was no presence. My God, this guy's got some presence. And yeah. I, I think he, I think he's worth taking a punt. 
Yeah, indeed. Oh, before we finish up, uh, Avo says, mention the new look show tomorrow. Yeah, um, Jamie's midweek fix is going to be on. Um, I don't, I may be going on that, and Gav will be on it, I'm sure. We're going to trial the new software and the new look that we're going for, and hopefully it'll work. It might be a few teething issues, but we'll, we'll get, we'll sort them out as they go. But look, the Gav Wait, is hold on. Is, 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 are we doing the are we doing the new software and carnage this week? No, no, no we're not. No, we're not. Own... Me and you ain't ready for that, Chris. No. <laughs> That's too technical for us. Too many uh, click oh, buttons. Yeah, I do. The no, world's he's... not ready. The world the debut, is not ready. The debut, the debut is tomorrow, I believe. Though, and, uh, yeah, he's, it's, he's it's only testing it live tomorrow uh, just to see okay. how it looks and that. So carnage might be a couple of weeks away. I but think, look, yeah. Gav, Gav is putting in a great shift and all this stuff together, you know, and you know. We say it all the time, but he, he puts in the graft to get this, and oh, hopefully, it, hopefully, it looks good. As and the work he's putting, hopefully, it pays off because it's going to elevate the show a bit. I think for next season, not from our point of view, it's great for us, but it'll be great for the, the viewers, and um, I think it's going to really help. You know, so hopefully. It goes smoothly, but anyway, we've got the midweek fix tomorrow. We've got Carnage um, on. Thursday, I'm not sure your Friday thing isn't starting. Is that have you when are, when are we starting that the lacrosse special? Not not yet, not yet. I think uh, it's going to be sometime in I think first week of August, I believe, is the debut show of the Sports Unplugged. Do I, please, do I get, do I please get support? <laughs> no, the last thing I want is you. This is my time to shine, but no, um, just first show. please, guys, please support, guys, please support. And we'll all be channel. begging Avi to get on to this one, and we'll all be looking to get on this. Maybe a Olympics watch along this weekend. I'm going to try to force oh. Keith and Grizz on this one. So, yeah, Gav is the one you need to force. He does all the work. Well, as long as you guys say yes, I'll get Gav Olympics. Um, Spain, Spain, and Spain and Egypt first game. It's, it's a good game, it's a good game. I'll give, you this, I'll give you the schedule, Chris. Don't worry. Roy, we'll leave with that bombshell. Lads, thanks for joining me tonight. It's been a great show as always. Pleasure. And we'll see us all again soon. And thanks for everyone else for joining in in the comments. Always a pleasure. And we'll be back tomorrow. Sports Social Podcast Network.